It is coming home. James, is it coming home? Win on Tuesday. Uh, don't give me none of that. <laughs> right. All right. Welcome oh, back to the oh. It's Coming Home slash Pretty Bubbles podcast. Um, look, England are into a knockout stage of the football, mate. Hmm. Don't know what, I don't know what your problem is. I'm uh, fine. I'm fine. I'm feeling optimistic. You're not fine. You're not fine. Uh, right. I'm with Jamie and Matt. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, Lovely. Matt, I'm going to talk to you first just because, right. I know what James is going to say, and it annoys me already. Uh, <laughs> I haven't told you what I'm going to say. <laughs> knockout, knockout football, 1 0 win the other night against Czech Republic. Weren't the best of games, but three, well, three points is three points in the day. Talk me through it. What do you think? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look on the positives. Um, I think the opening's sort of 10, 15 minutes again. Every game, we've come out of the blocks quickly. We've created something early on, and we've hit the post every time. Um, and it's a good one that a different city player has hit the post yeah. for England in every game so far yeah. this tournament. So who um, who's left? Who can it be next game? Uh, Jack Grealish. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Um, what is it? Yeah. Willow. Willow kept going before the game. I've got to back us to hit the post. Got to back us to hit the post. And he couldn't find a market for it. So he was fuming when it happened. In more ways than one. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think, so yeah, we came out well. Um, the early goal was obviously a big sort of relief and a weight off the shoulders. Um, they, they were still in the game, don't get me wrong, but it sort of felt like we controlled the game a little bit better. Um, I think Saka and his direct running um, obviously played a big part in the goal, but he was he was a threat and a danger throughout. Um, Greedish, obviously, um, the clamour for him to play um, sort of, showed why that was there in the first place because I think he had a good game. Um, although he wasn't his best, it was Kane's best game to date in the tournament. Um, his hold-up play was better. He um, should have bloody scored. Should have scored. But I think, again, that, that's the keeper's made a decent save there. Not that he knows much about it. He's just stuck his hand out and it's hit him. But um, he, did the, he did the right thing in the build-up. He cut back um, and it was it was going to nestle in the bottom corner, but the keeper's the keeper's done well. Um, and I think, I mean, you've got to look at the positives. Three games, three clean sheets. It's only us and Italy that have managed that in the group stages. Um, obviously, this was our biggest test, I think, in terms of a team coming at us and playing. Um, but we, for the most part, we kept them fairly quiet. Um, Suchek obviously had that chance that he put just wide. But other than that, there wasn't really much. Pickford didn't really have much to do. I don't remember them having anything other than that. They put some balls into the box, but nothing nothing really too substantial came out of any of it. I think we dealt with them well at the back. It was good that Maguire got some game time, um, which I said in the last pod, because he's going to need that if you're going to be looking at playing him in, at any point in the tournament. You don't want to chuck him in and, into a knockout game having had no he, game time behind him. He made a difference just on the ball. Like He was the person who played the ball in for Kane's chance. Like, And Mings hasn't been bad, but Mings doesn't do that if he's playing. Simply. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you there. I think it's, I, th- I think overall, it's there's positive, there's a lot of positive to take away from it. There's still obviously work that needs to be done. Um, mm. We didn't have another shot on target after um, after Kane's chance, which was I think after about half an hour. 
I think the um, second half there was no shots on target. It was a pretty dull game. Yeah, and I think it's... I was listening um, to the Totally Football Show earlier this week, and they were saying about how sort of England under Southgate tend to have this thing where we sort of play to the level of our opponents, um, which I think is sort of, if you look over the last sort of three years, really, since the last World Cup, I think you can see that as a consistent pattern emerging. Um, So we we do tend to up our game and play better football against the better teams. You look at when we played like Spain in the Nations League and we came out all guns blazing and and we sort of blew them off the park and they, they almost came back into it at the end. But when we play smaller teams, it's, we sort of come play to their level more than we sort of come out and play our own football, which is why I think it will be really interesting when we play Germany on Tuesday. Yeah. I think that second half really, what both teams know, know, know where they're sitting at that point. All right. Czech Republic ain't got the best of ties in the next round, but their tie isn't terrible. They could right. beat the t- Dutch. They could without easily beat doubt, the Dutch. Without a doubt. It's not a terrible tie. And I think at that point, um, my opinion, I think, he, he took Rice off to rest him for the for, for the yeah, latest stages, um, just to give Henderson time. Because I think once now Henderson's played 45, I think Henderson and um, Rice will start against Germany, um, in my opinion. I, I just think it's a good rest for Rice to have. They it, they just they weren't that interested in going anywhere else. All right, you lose one nil, but knockout football's what it is. If they needed to needed something out of it, it probably would have been a different second half. But yeah. I think the the thing about the changes that he made as well. Every single change, pretty much, was all about controlling the game. So, mm. Rice off for Henderson, he came on as someone who can sort of hold the ball. I think I think he looked all right when he came on as well. Um, mm. I know he has his critics, and understandably so. But I think he I think he played fairly well. The only really sort of just make a change for the sake of making a change was when Sancho came on at the end. And it was a like for like. But other than that, it was mm. all sort of Rashford came on to sort of stretch the play. Um, Bellingham came on, I think, with with that sort of license of getting up and down, um, which we know he does. So I think, I think you've got to give Southgate some credit from for the changes he made. I think they made sense. To be fair, first forty five minutes, I think, is the best I've seen us play in bloody ages. I thought it was the best. We just looked good, free flowing. I thought we should have been up by two or at least two. I thought first forty five minutes is probably the best I've seen us play since. Uh, Probably that Panama game, because I don't really compare qualifying. Qualifying's a totally different ball game. Or the or the Czech Republic game, if you are going off qualifying when we beat them five nil. Yeah. But it we were very good first half. Second half was a total different thing. Like but Jack Grealish made such a big difference. Like I know you like Mason Mount, but I just don't get how you can't start Jack Grealish ahead of him. I think Greenish just does bring so I much more. It's more the fact you can't start. He doesn't want to start both Greenish and Foden. That's my. That's, yeah. it's, not, it's not. I wouldn't start Greenish instead of Mountain. Mm. But I think it's more. He don't. He won't play the pair of them together because it is it's two sort of luxury players. When Mount does the dog work, they're two luxury luxury players. That's why Mountain gets in. You mm. say, oh yeah, they're not as good as Mount. They're probably uh, they're not. They're both better than Mount. It's like they put. They are both better than Mount. But you Mount gets in. Look what he's done for Chelsea the last two years. Mount plays pretty much every minute because of what he does. Yeah, I, I see. I still think we've got enough players. Like if you're playing four defenders and two holding midfielders, which we all, all we're definitely doing, I think you can kind of compensate by having Grealish there. And Foden's not 
I wouldn't say I, I can't really say because Foda doesn't really have to track that much. I yeah, I, my personal opinion that's what I would do. I just don't. I don't think there's a spot for Mason Mount in the strongest XI for England, in my opinion. I think there is, but you have to change it. Mm. You have to change. You have to play Rice as one with them Mount probably neck probably just in front of him then with Foden or Grealish which you can't do against no. not against Germany and no, no you can't do that you can't do that now probably and you won't do that now in, in the knockout stages because if you keep clean sheets you've got you've got so much of a chance to get through it's just don't concede goals and then with that front three or four that we've got you've always got a chance mm. so you, you won't see much change now but then it, can, it wouldn't surprise me if it goes with two fully holding midfielders against Germany and Henderson don't get a look in which will be Germany are beatable. They without are a without a doubt, and we'll come more onto them for sure. But they are fully, fully beatable. Um, yeah. Let's talk quickly about. There's two players that obviously come in. We, we have had a quick chat about Maguire, uh, Grealish, and Saka. Thoughts on? Well, I think we knew Grealish was going to start, but the thoughts on Saka starting and his performance? He done better than I think a lot of people expected him to do. I like it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I wouldn't start him yet. No. I've always rated him. I've always thought he's a good player who should go. But it's just his end product. But that will come with time. But yeah, he, he definitely did his job. He had a very good game. Probably weren't man in the match in my eyes, though. Yeah, he, t- he, got, he got given it, didn't he? But uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. But yeah, I think it was... He, the th- he's given Southgate a headache ahead of the next game, for sure. I'm, I agree with Jamie. I don't think he starts. But um, it was... It just goes to show it was something that we didn't have in the first two games. When he picked that ball up for the goal and just ran at them and they were backpedaling and they were scared and they didn't know what to do. We haven't had that in the first two games. You expect sort of Sterling and Foden to provide some of that, but they just didn't. And just you just got to shit defenders up a bit sometimes. And so they don't know whether to put a foot in or back off or anything like that. And then that's what's got us the goal and ultimately the win. So... He, he he really impressed me. I think his form dipped away a little bit at the end of the season, which is why some people, myself included, didn't think he'd go anyway. The the thing that he always had going for him is his versatility. He can play as a wing back. He can play a further up on the wing. So he, he's got that going for him. And if we do end up playing with a back three with wing backs, he can fit in there as well. So um, we could potentially see that against Germany. You never know. But I think if he does that, he'd, he'd go for more of a traditional fullback or wing back. But He's definitely giving Southgate something to think about. For sure. And Grealish, he, he's got... Look, Mount, Mount, we don't know if Mount and Chilwell can play any part yet. Um, would would you keep him in and would you bring Foden back in? Well, they don't go out of isolation till Monday, do they? Monday. And we play on yeah. Tuesday. The, like, the, the FA are looking into incorporating them into training socially distanced, apparently. Um, I, I still don't get it. Surely they're returning negative tests every day. Yep. And it, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but here we are. Um, but I think they, I, I can't see a way that they play any part on Tuesday, either of them. No. Even if they come back. Is that none of the other Scottish players had to isolate? Nope. They didn't. Have to, well, it was the thing they had to test and none of the players came back positive. So it but was it like. The amount and you come back positive then? No negative, but because they were in a different different social bubble, they didn't want it to spread. That was the argument. But if you're yeah. if you're coming back negative and they had done now probably what was that? 
Well, they had to do lateral flow tests every single day and a PCR test on game day because the PCR ones are like 100% accurate, while lateral flow is less so. So, but that's a week yeah. ago. So surely we'll know, we'd know now if they've got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's just, there's just no consistency, is there? I mean, they, like Michael Gove um, is, he was being told to self-isolate by NHS and he's doing this whole testing of a, um, sort of test daily and still work. So why is that the case for politicians, but not for the footballers who are sort yeah. of in the same sort of circumstances, yeah. really? But it's, there we go. It's yeah, but don't listen to politicians after what's come out today. Yeah. <laughs> naughty, it's naughty. Shame. It's a shame for them as well, right? Because it is, I think it's, it's definitely Mount's first major. I can't remember if Chilwell went to... Yeah, the, I think uh, he is. He I can't remember is. if Chilwell went to the World Cup or not. He definitely but, didn't go. He definitely no, didn't Chilwell go. weren't there. But like they're missing out on all this time with their with their team. The whole England side visited Lord for a day out. And if they're right saying they can't go to that, they like they've it's got to feel horrible, especially if we go on and beat Germany and they're not a part of that. Probably costs them their major tournament because if you beat Germany, don't really you can't really start changing a side. No, and it's especially as it's probably our hardest game to the final, too. Definitely. Yeah, it's it must be horrible for him, but I like to say these guys know better than we do, but I really don't know anymore because it's it's just ridiculous. But Jamie, how many times did Greedish get fouled in the end? Not enough. Is <laughs> um, it not? No. Three, because he got three in the first half and then he got dragged off because we oh. all went. He's getting dragged off. He's getting dragged off. Yeah, it weren't enough. But hey-ho, that's football. Anything else England-wise against Czech Republic you want to discuss? Would what we change you- anything? going into the next game no, like we'll, do that in the Germany. we'll do that in the Germany section what did you let's, let's sort of talk briefly about as we are a West Ham podcast Sufal and Suchek what did you make of them alright I thought Suchek was alright they didn't they didn't really want to do anything did they it weren't a, like, neither, neither of them were good like, no alright like it's not the best neither of them yeah. you're not going to that way so like a five out of ten, six out of ten performance from both of them. I think that's their, that was their whole team, I think, as well. Yeah. Like, none of them. Like, Schick can get into the game. Like, none of the players have no really stood out. Like, think, yeah. As we said, they were qualified no matter what. So, for mm. them, an injury to one of their bigger, bigger players would cost them dearly in a later round. Mm. That they're not, they're, they can't expect to go... To get overly far, but once you're in knockout stages, anything can happen. I, I, I don't know, Dow. I look at their run. So in their like half of of the thing, it's they play Netherlands next, who I think they could beat, and then they play Wales or Denmark, and it's like they they're just as good, if not better, than them. Oh too. Yeah. yeah, like but they then, could make semis. Like it's not beyond the realms of possibility. They're still in our side of the draw as well, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And also, yeah. this is why my belief of why we should have won the group was so much better than coming second. Because yeah. if we'd come second, look at the side of the draw. Yeah. Like, it, Belgium, Portugal, Italy, Austria, France, Switzerland, Croatia, Spain. Like, outside of Austria, Switzerland, and probably Croatia, all five of them could make, the other five could make the final. Like, genuinely good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty rough yeah. over there. Yeah, all right. As, as as Matt said earlier on, we seem to play down to our opponents. If you can mm. beat this Germany side, who are not the best side in the world anymore, like 
They've shown, they've shown, be hungry. They've shown, they've shown glimmers against Portugal that they could be a really good side, and then they were terrible against Hungary. Yeah. So if you get them, get these on the right bay, like they've still got world class players, don't get me wrong, and they've got some really, really good players as well. But like, if we can beat these, you go into that Ukraine Sweden game, going, we've got another, we've got no one to fear. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you and then you could end up with with a Dutch. Or you think, you could, wow, Wales, Wales. I look at Wales or and Denmark. go, yeah. I look at Wales and go, if if they if Bale stays fit and Ramsey stays fit, they've got two top top draw players that can beat teams. Like, I think everyone's behind Denmark, though. Like I know it's home nations, but I feel like everyone's got a soft spot for Denmark right I'm now. Really yeah. behind Denmark. Because I don't want none of the other nations to do well, so fuck them. Um, but I don't care about any country. Like I don't care if any country gets wherever they get. But I think everyone right now, with what's happened, kind of wants Denmark to do okay until they, if yeah. when they meet England. I, I say I don't care about the home nation. When I watch it, I will probably, I'll probably like hope for Wales to get a result because there are some good players there as well, and players that we know pretty well, obviously is. As as West Ham fans, so but yeah. Do you I, want to hear a, a good stat though? Some Always. point on at some point on Wednesday night, we were playing all four teams in that group. Yeah, yeah. So Mad. at the start of it, we were playing. I think Germany. If like the results finished as a draw, um, I then think because Portugal went one nil up, we were then playing Portugal. Um, when then Hungary went one nil up, I think we were playing Hungary. Yeah, I think then when France, were, like it was really weird. Like at some point, we were playing all of them. It was. You just never knew. We'll take them all The other, well, well, this, I've got an even better one though. Go ahead. Out of all four teams in that group, who do you think was leading for the most times during the game? I'm, I know this one. Hungary were leading for the most time out of the entire group, and they were also trailing for the least time out of the whole group. Yeah, and they didn't go through for the for the whole group for the whole group. Throughout stage, the entirety yeah. of the group yeah, stages, wow. yeah, they were winning for the longest and losing for the least amount of time. That's yeah. they quite they quite impressed me through. They were very good. A whole lot, even the, that first sort of eighty minutes against Portugal, they should have gone one nil up. Yeah, but, and they didn't deserve to lose three nil. They no. were, but then everyone wrote them off because they looked at the group. But then you look at them; they got a result against Portugal last Euros. They're not mugs, and they yeah. lost it. But they didn't have their best player in the bloody tournament, did they? Uh, like, they, they'll they'll get to majors. Obviously, the World Cups are tougher, probably draw for them to get through. But they'll 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 get they'll get to a couple more. Um, oh, as, well, they'll always end up qualifying for the Euros, won't they? Yeah. As we're on the Wales and Denmark, let's discuss the last 16 as a whole. Um, so it starts tomorrow with, I believe, Wales-Denmark as the first game at five o'clock. Yep. Should we predict every game apart from the England, which we'll then do as like the preview? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Do well, we want to work out right now? proper predictions that me, that us three nah, have got. Yeah. Yeah, how you're going to win. I, f- I think this is actually a pretty good game. Probably one of the more open games of the 16. I think because both teams have really got nothing to lose. Mm. Right, if they if they win this game, a quarterfinals, brilliant for the pair of them. But I'm going I'm going to go with Wales. I think they've just got the quality. I think Denmark in extra time. Ooh. Just, I think they're a more well-rounded team. That's just my thing. I'm going Denmark because yeah, same same. I just think they've got more throughout the pitch, and I think they're 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 a better side defensively as well. Mm. That's I think that's the key area. You look at Wales's defence and you think, yeah. Whereas Schmeichel in goal, you have got Simon Kier who is an absolute rock at the back. So yeah, Christensen, Miala, yeah, they're strong. 
They did look really good the other night as well, to be fair. But I mm. just think oh, that, mate, that stadium sounded amazing yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah, it did. That's but the that other was... thing you have to consider. There's going to be no away fans for Wales, and Denmark are going to have basically all Danish there because it's in Copenhagen. No, it's no, not. not in Amsterdam. It's Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam. Sorry, only Danish people can travel, can't they? Yeah, yeah. The Netherlands aren't having any um, Welsh any people in. Yeah. yeah, they're not having anyone in from outside the EU slash Schengen area, so Welsh <laughs> fans can't get there. Who said voting Brexit was a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> right. um, the next one is the 8 o'clock game, which is Italy versus Austria. Italy. Got yeah, Italy. Italy. <laughs> nice, Italy. I've not been and impressed that, with Austria, so I think that's an no. easy... And that one is being played at Wembley Stadium. So, yeah, Italy, Italy should win that quite comfortably, I think, for me. Uh, Wednesday, uh, not Wednesday, um, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, and we'll get to watch both down the club, hopefully, with uh, after our charity day uh, for, for the NHS. Um, Netherlands, Czech Republic, our side of the group. Netherlands. I, I, I think Netherlands, but I don't think it's pretty. I don't think it's going to be a comfortable game. Like If Czech Republic get a result here, I would not be beyond shocked. It's a tough game for Netherlands, this. Because they're a real bitty team, Czech Republic. And I think and they're not going to let Netherlands run right. Run right Netherlands well. like to play open and expansive football. Yeah. And I think that's that could suit the Czechs in terms yeah. of picking and, them off. But I yeah. think I think they will have enough quality to shine through. Yeah, I probably but, agree. But I think they can get it. Netherlands on penalties. Oh, bold. Yeah. And that's Love being it. played at the Puskas Arena in Budapest. Which I believe is full attendance. Yeah, full attendance. Love that. Love that. Uh, this is probably one of the better games of the, uh, the um, yeah. last 16. Belgium, Portugal, Sunday night, eight o'clock. This is the one. I, yeah, I, I just... can't pick it. I, I, it's such a tough pick. I'm going to go Belgium. I'm going Belgium. I, I'm more confident for some reason on Belgium here just because I've not been overly. All right, Portugal were very good in the first 45 minutes against France, but they're getting so many penalties. Like, Ronaldo scored three penalties. Uh, how many goals have uh, Portugal scored so far? They've scored seven, um, which three were kind of like last-minute goals against Hungary, which they didn't warrant. They weren't good against Germany, and they got two penalties against France. I, I, I think Belgium are the better team here. I think players like Lukaku looks an unbelievable player. I think KDB can break them down. KDB like, being back and being fit is, is a massive thing for them, for sure. They're, they're playing a 38-year-old Pepe. Like Lukaku is going to kill him. I'll go Belgium, but I don't. Again, I don't think it'll be a right. It'll be a tight, a good no, tight. It'll, it'll be a close game. Yeah, and that's been played in Seville, so there'll be a lot of Portuguese fans there. That's true. A lot of Portuguese fans there. Right, we move on to Monday. Uh, Croatia versus Spain. I, th- I think I'm. I mean, I'm going Spain. Um, they. Obviously, their first two games were sort of uninspiring. Um, but when you look at their underlying stats, they their XG was like, what, after the first two rounds of games, their XG was like the second or third highest. Um, mm. They just weren't finishing them, which don't help when you've got Alvaro Morata up front, who mm. can't hit a cow's ass with a banjo at the moment. Um, but it seems like, obviously, sh- sh- um, shipping five past Slovakia, their confidence is going to be up. They might be just be hitting form at the right time, because often it's it is about 
going in with your confidence high and they've just scored five goals and there's no better time for them to to hit the knockout stages, I don't think. And Croatia have been a bit underwhelming. Yeah. They they have, but they've got better as tournaments gone on as well, I think, Croatia. Yeah. Do you want, do you want a good Croatian stat? Go on in. Yes. Luka Modric is now the youngest and oldest player to score for Croatia at the European Championships ever. Top work, that. What a fantastic stat. Top work. I I actually, I've not, I didn't watch the Spain game against Slovakia. We were at cricket, Matt, the other night. Mm. But in both other games, they did not inspire me at all. Mm. Did they just play. beat a bad team or were they that good? That's, that's my thing. And again, Croatia are not the best team in the world, but they've got better. All right, again, beating Scotland in the last game isn't great, but a good point against Czech Republic. Um, I'm I'm going to go Croatia. I, I'm right. going to go 1-0 Spain, but I, I don't expect it to be high scoring, but yeah, 1-0 Spain. Right, and that is being played in the parking stadium in Copenhagen. Next, France versus Switzerland. Switzerland haven't been bad this tournament, credit to them. But I think the French just, they're through the group. They can kind of like ease now and I think they'll be absolutely fine. I think they win this comfortably to nil. I'm with you on that. I think think this is a 3-0, probably the easiest tie of the group, of the... uh, Uh, Nah, Italy, Austria. Italy. I think... I think Italy's is slightly uh, easier. Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. I think, yeah, I think Italy's is easier, but I think you've got to be back in France here. Do you want yeah. a good French stat? We love a stat. Just give us stats. We love a stat. Karim Benzema's goals, both of his goals um, the other night against Portugal were scored after 46 minutes and 44 yeah. seconds, but one was the first half and one was the second half. Yeah, the only, ever, only time someone scored twice in the same minute and the same, not just the same minute, the same second. Yeah, love it. Second, yeah. No, I love that. That's, that's also, that stat. game shows you why VAR can be good and why VAR can be shit. Yeah. For sure. This, one, this one's being played in Bucharest at the National Arena. Mm. And the last two games, I hate that we're five o'clock, honestly. <laughs> so bad. Five o'clock kickoff. The whole country's going to die if we win. Because if it was like a kickoff, I'd be smashed before kickoff. But with it being a five for kickoff, if we win, I won't be working Wednesday. So <laughs> you won't be live Wednesday. <laughs> so um, five o'clock Tuesday. We'll no, skip no. this. We'll come we'll back. Yes, yeah, leave it. Come back. It's been played at Wembley as well, which is fantastic. We are, I believe, the only team that are playing in their own national stadium. Um, Which yeah. is why everyone who was saying about, oh, you should come second, get the easier of tie in the last 16. Not only do you lose, obviously, the home advantage, but the time it takes to ship your training ground or your, all of your training facilities, everything out to Rome, I think it would have been if we came second. It's just, especially in the, like under the guise of COVID, I was reading something about how the Wales team camp was preparing uh, and how they had to ship everything off to Baku like weeks before the tournament. They have to set everything up so you've got different bubbles of like support staff and everything like that. That is so much effort and so time intensive that it would have been so counterproductive for us to have to ship everything out to Rome and then come back again if we come through. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the joke was everyone's like, oh, you want to come second because you get an easier tie. So our hardest run into the final will be Germany, probably Sweden. Um, and then the Netherlands. If we'd been on the other side of the draw and come second, it would have been Spain, France, either Italy, Belgium, or Portugal. Yeah, yeah, like, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, but 
yeah, we'll, we'll obviously talk more about England in a little while. The only thing I will say on that is we, if we do win this tie, we do play in Rome. Because mm. that's quite a quick turnaround. I reckon that'll be a fly out the night before. Yeah. Yeah. Spend the day there, fly out, fly back straight after the game, ready for the semi finals. Because obviously both semis are at Wembley and the finals at Wembley as well. So um, the last game, the last 16, is at Hamden Park and it's Sweden versus the Ukraine. This, ain't, this, this is another open game for me. I've been really impressed with Sweden. Like, they don't concede many goals. All right, Poland got a couple against them. They could have won if they'd dumped in my mates. But um, I think Sweden win this quite handily, honestly. I've just, I, I think they're the much better team. I, don't, I, I wouldn't say handily because I think nah. like, Ukraine have been... They've, they've picked up like result. They almost got a point against the Netherlands. Um, they sort of shot themselves in the foot at the end. Um, Yarmolenko is looking like an absolute baller. Yeah. And I think Yeremchuk's been impressive up front as well. Um, I think, yeah, they're a little bit susceptible defensively, but I, I, w- I will be back in. Like, Sweden is my pick, but I don't think it's going to be a walkover no. in any sense of the word. Sweden had a better all-round side, but I think quality-wise, Ukraine have got the better individual quality players. Like, Yarmolenko could win them that. He's only got to do what he can do for them, and he could win them that game quite easily. But I I have backed Sweden. But, cause the I only, the only sort of... Side. The only thing from Ukraine, I think, is I think Zinchenko's been a bit underwhelming. Um, yeah, he is. He's been you expect him. Yeah, but he's... I mean, yeah. you think of, but he's even played when, that even role. Even when he plays fullback at City, he's not really a fullback, is he? He sort of roams mm. everywhere and does whatever he wants, which is sort of the licence you and get he, when you're playing at City. And he plays this role all the time for Ukraine. So it's not... I don't think at City, as you say, he gets to roam around and do what he wants. This ain't... For this team, he's... His probably job is to stay there and just pick the ball up, and he can't mm. run around. Probably makes him look a little bit less of a player potentially. So, but yeah, that's the last sixteen. Um, all the once you get through these, I think the semi final, the quarterfinal start Friday. Is it Friday, Saturday? Friday, it's Saturday. Uh, yeah. So, well, you got two on the Friday and two on the Saturday. Yeah, the quarters. Yeah, and then it's Tuesday, Wednesday for the semi finals. After that, so. Yep. Can I, throw out, can I throw out one last stat before we go to the break? Go ahead. A nice overall stat from the Euros. So there's been eight own goals so far at Euro 2020, which is the same amount as 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012, and 2016 combined. Madness. What? Madness. That's weird. That's really got, weird. Got goal scorer by a mile as well at the moment. Yeah, miles away. How good was the Pravka's own goal as well? Oh, How shit. good was that? that is a what is he doing? I cannot figure it out. Is he? Is the sun? I just oh. the finish of champions. That is what a great goal. Right. I was watching it and I just went, "Oh my god, what's he done?" Like, At first, that's... I thought he'd missed it with his hand and it hit his face or something, but no, he, he literally just poured it in. I thought it. I thought it his face, but it, yeah, he's. I don't really know. I know he's obviously trying to smash it back over the crossbar. But he's got <laughs> <so> wrong. <laughs> He's probably better off missing it with his hand than letting it his head. Probably, yeah. He'll probably go straight back up, but there you go. Right, let's go to a break and we'll talk England. Right. 
England, Germany, last 16, knockout football in the Euros at Wembley. Feel like we've been here before playing the Germans at Wembley in a knockout. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, Jamie it probably, does. probably doesn't sound familiar to Jamie because he wasn't born, but me and you, Nick. We've never know. seen England play Germany in the Euros. Uh, don't. Honestly, that day, I was up seven. It still sticks to me, honestly. Uh, it, was a bit, it was a bit too early for me, but um, obviously I remember the, the playing them in Euro 2000 as well. So, but yeah, that was that was the first one I really remember. But uh, Euro like '96 will forever be a fond one for for yeah. all England fans, regardless of whether or not you were born or not. Just does me that that whole game. Anyway, right? Is it? Do you, want, do, you want some, do you want some head-to-head stats before we dive in? Can I yes. ask you one question first, right? Now, we, said, darling. we said the other day, like England Scotland is England Scotland Wembley is amazing. It's one of the biggest games. What's bigger, England, Scotland or England, Germany at Wembley? I think England, Scotland, purely yeah, because the England, Germany rivalry We're not- is a one way rivalry. They don't really care. Like, they're more, they're they they, they, they care about the Netherlands and, and to a lesser extent, Italy. That's their rivalries. They don't, they don't really care about us. Yeah. So that's why I think Scotland's the bigger one because that's it's also kind of their record against us is so like damning. Like I know I'm kind of stepping on your toes here, go, but they probably just see us like a little worthless bug. He's like, looked up stats. <laughs> I take that he's looked up stats. I haven't looked up stats, no but Dow, he's Darryl, a cheaper. We've only ever beaten them in 1966 World Cup, from what I remember. In like a major tournament. I thought you were going to say ever. I was like, hang about. We- major <laughs> tournament. I'm sure we beat him 5-1 20 years ago. What no, we, beat, we beat him at Euro 2000. We did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was too yeah. young to remember that too. <laughs> what a day 2001 was. What a day. Right, Mig, stats. Mig, stats. So you've got all this trouble, right, to put England stuff on our intro and our halftime. You didn't get an England badge for Matt's stats. Nah, I didn't. That was too much effort. Oh, oh, that, one, that one was already there. We kind of wanted to still hear James's like voice with Matt's stats. Yeah. Like. I haven't got the audio file, so. Right. Um, head-to-head record. Played 30, we played each other 33 times. Oh, sorry, 32 times. I can't count. Uh, how many times do you reckon we've won? Nine. I'm going to go a little more. Eleven. So we've won 13, drawn Ooh. four, lost 15. So it's fairly tight. I would like you, to see the record. You're, done, yeah, you're like, standing, we're rubbish, we're uh, rubbish. So I went right low. What you've got is, and Jamie, Jamie sort of has highlighted it there, in the, in the major comps, it's, it's much more weighted towards them. And also... In the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight meetings, we won seven and drew one. Mm. So since then, it's not been as good. And, and how that, long that, were those? When was that last of the eight games? Like was the that last like of that eight? The last of those eight was the World Cup final in '66. Wow. So yeah. So more recently, um, the last two games. Um, uh, and one nil loss and a nil nil draw. The last time we beat them was that three two win when Jamie Vardy Dyer. and Eric, Eric Dyer we sort of had the late comeback um, uh, away. The last time we played them at a major tournament, 
2010 World Cup. We all know what happened there. We won't talk about that one too much. Um, and the last time we beat them in a competitive match was that 5-1 win uh, mm. in 2001. What a night that was. I also went to the Wembley game. That must have been about five years ago. And it was freezing. And we got beat by them quite handily. That was, they, were, they were a good side that night. But yeah, they're, they're, look, I think I think we know, and as we said, this is our hardest tie we could put, we, we we could have got at this point. Um, all right, and as we've said, they're beatable. We know they're beatable because they're they're on the down they're on the downslope of where they've been for the last sort of 10, 15 years. But if anyone thinks this is going to be an easy game, no way. I don't think anyone thinks it's going to be an easy game, but they haven't kept a clean sheet yet. They've just conceded two goals to a hungry side. And as we just said, look, they're, they're not a bad hungry side, but they're certainly not world beaters. Um, and they have like, usually for a German side, you sort of, they build themselves on a, like a solid basis, a solid foundation. Yeah, They've had good that. defenders. As you They've say, had- I read something the other day uh, on Twitter. Um, I can't remember who it was from either, but they said the way England are playing right now is like an older German side. Not conceding anything, being very solid, uh, not doing loads going forward, doing enough and just building into a tournament. And that is how they play. And what you were saying is bang on. Yeah, so I think that's why. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what I said about how we line up against other teams and we sort of play to their level. How is that going to sort of balance itself out? Are we going to sort of match them up formation-wise? Because obviously we've, we've been playing a sort of 4-2-3-1. Are we going to go to a three at the back, whether that's a 3-4-3 or a 3-5-2? Or it's going to be very interesting. So there's apparently they sort of looked at a 3-4-3 in training yesterday um, and how that might work. It's going to be like... it. I honestly haven't got a clue how we're going to set up in this game. I'm sure yeah. as the weekend sort of progresses, we'll get more of an idea of exactly what we're going to do, but I haven't I got a scooby right now. Am I the only one who thinks changing formations just a little bit? I wouldn't get it. We've played the four only, at the back. The only yeah. thing with England changing formation right now, we have played a lot of this three at the back over the last two years. Not of late, though. Like in our not, last like, not six, of seven. Late, but over mm. the last, sort of, all right, we'll go up to say four years, we've played a lot of three, five, two. So the change formation won't, I don't think it'll be detrimental mm. to, to this squad. But I do agree with you. You've just you've come for a group stage. You played four at the back. Why change it? Mm, I'm with you. Totally with you. I t- who do we think's their threat? Who are we watching in this oh, Germany team and going? What, what's his name? Hang on, I forgot his name. He's Position. so good. Gossens. Gersens. Gersens. Robin Gossens. Robin Gossens. Yeah, uh, been their best player at the, at the tournament. Yeah, Atalanta left wing back. Yeah. The thing Kyle is, Havertz like, has been pretty good. Yeah, Havertz you got as well. Obviously, we know the the damage that Sane and Nabry can cause as well. Like they've got very good players. Gundogan, who obviously had a fantastic sort of period for City mm. around sort of Christmas New Year, where he just couldn't stop scoring. Tony Crows, like one to eleven, they're a very good side. The only sort of place I sort of think they're a bit susceptible, as we have seen, is at the back. Like they've been playing a back three of Ginter, Hummels, and Rudiger. Hummels has only just come back from several years of not being in the squad. Yeah, Rudiger, I think had a, had a fairly solid season at Chelsea, but he's he's sort of more known, at least in FPL wise, of the amount of goals that he scores. It's not as though they're, yeah. especially under Lampard, they weren't exactly a solid back, like a solid foundation at the back, and and Rudiger was a big part of that. 
And Ginter, yeah, I mean, I just think they're there for the taking defensively. Robin Gossens, as good going forward as he is, you'd like to think that whoever's playing on that right-hand side will have a good game. Like, it's not a bad area to, like, the target. If you look like, at... If that's Sterling out there... And he'll play on the left. He'll play on the left against Kimmich, and I think he'll have a bad day because Kimmich is a baller. Yes, yeah, so, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing Stern on the right and making Gossans go the other way. Make it, make it, make, make it, and you're right, Kimmich is, Kimmich is fantastic. But he's, he's not been amazing this tournament. In that first game, he's I just, thought he was terrible. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at who they've got on the bench, like Kevin Volland, Timo Werner. Um, I don't get how Nicolas Sula don't play at centre-back for him. He's, no, I thought that as well. Like... Goretzka's on the bench, like Thomas Muller. So they've got some good players on the bench, but it's not exactly as much depth as potentially us. Like I would argue we've got more players on the bench to come off and change a game. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, definitely. We've got more game changers, but at the same time, you can't write any of their, their players off. Um, mm. I think we, and I think we've, it's easy to say looking at the fact that we've kept clean sheets, three clean sheets. I think we're more steady and sturdy at the back, which... I think it's going to be a tight game. Mm. I think it's yeah. one goal could win this game. Penalties worry me. It's going to be tight. We know it's going to be tight. I, don't know what you're on about. I was going to say, I don't know what you're on about. We won our last penalty. Oh, we won our last two penalty shootouts and we won one in the Nations yeah. League as well. So, yeah. yeah, easy. Give us penalties. Why not? Yeah, but yeah. Not, not against the Germans. Not against the Germans. They love penalties. No, uh, you're right. It, uh, no team's going to blow the other team out like we've seen. In past games, this is going to be a very tight, cagey contest. Which, when you when you've spoke about their defence, Mig, this is this has got to be set up for Kane to to finally come alive in this tournament. If Kane scores a goal and wins us the game one 0 then no one's going to remember his group stage. The thing is, it's like yeah, it's it's about scoring goals when they matter, and we've we've been fine without him until this point. Um, not without him, but without him scoring until this point. And I was, I was seeing that yesterday and there's a lot of people saying that maybe Calvert-Lewin should have started against uh, Czech Republic but I just don't see any sense in it because you look mm. at world football for the last sort of four or five years he's probably in, he's in the top few strikers out and out strikers in the world I would say um, the top three are Lewandowski Haaland and him yeah that's I would agree with that um, I know you, I've seen a lot of people especially West Ham fans yeah, I've seen a lot of people, especially West Ham fans on Twitter, saying that he's not in the top five in Europe, let alone any. And I, no, it, it's just look at his record over the last. This season, he was top assister and top goal scorer in the Premier League. You're not, you don't get those levels and not be a top top yeah. class striker. For and a it's like underwhelming for, Tottenham. Yeah, for a team that didn't even qualify for the Europa League, um, like it's and someone sort of, um, compared it. It's like saying, oh, um, if. Lewandowski didn't score in the group stages and they got through. Well, would you play Milik instead? Of course you wouldn't. You'd play Lewandowski because he's your best player. You just, mm. Where's any sense in that? So anyone that's saying that he shouldn't play or should be rested or dropped, shut up. Also, yeah. also in tournaments like this, all right, there's, there's times where you're through and you want to change and rest, play, rest players at a point. But you still, you've got to try to keep that team together as much as possible. So dropping him... Yeah. After two games, no goals would do him no favours. Yep. Absolutely no favours. Same as I think dropping Sterling would have done him no favours. Now, he's not been amazing, but he's, he's got two goals. He's yeah. the only player that's yeah. good for us. Yeah, so like, what we moan about. Yeah, he, he's not probably a player he was a couple of years ago, but he's, he's, bagged, he's bagged down only two goals. 
again, I'm still of the fact that if um, Mount and Chilwell were available, I don't think it'd have changed the side. Maybe he might have made, he might have swapped Grealish and Foden. Maybe I was going to say it. Saka. I think he dropped Saka. Yeah, Saka wouldn't have played. Mount Mount would have played. We know Mount would have played. He loves he loves Mason Mount. Maybe Grealish and Foden would have swapped about. But it, other than that, he wouldn't have changed his team much at all. They were sort of mm. full changes, I, I believe. And look, it, we that's 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 the way football works. Kane will come good if we get through, if he. If we get through this, he will score goals in this tournament. I have no, worry. I have no problems about that. If we stay in this tournament longer, he will score goals. It's just yeah. what we do. And as West Ham fans, we've we've got a reason not to like him because of who he plays for. But what I'd do for him to score a goal against Germany? The thing is, he, he played a big part in the goal that we scored against Czech Republic in terms of his hold-up play and recycling it yeah. back out when the first initial cross came in. Yeah, his hold-up play in general was a lot better and a lot stronger. Um, there was one point. Uh, I think it was in the first half when Rice absolutely fired a ball into him and his first touch was brilliant under a lot of pressure and he managed to then just fire it out to the opposite wing. Um, yeah, he obviously, he, he had one good chance, but again, as I said earlier, keeper made a good save. Um, and I think, as as you say, Dal, he will come good. You give him enough chances. As long as he's getting the service, he will get the chances. This, this is a game where you've got, a, he has to stand up. Like you look at him and go, all right, we've, as we've, we've, we say it, we'll say it and we'll keep saying it. We've got well beaters throughout that side that have got potential in the coming 10 years, especially in the likes of Foden and, and Greece and Rice to be world, world-class players. Our one standout world-class player right now is Harry Kane. Yep. Right. He, he, he will, if he, as you say, if he gets a service, he will get us through this. He will score. I've, I think- I've, this is the one thing I'm, I'm confident in. He will score Tuesday night. I'm hoping that he, the, with playing better stand of op, of opposition, it's not. Uh, we've had times where he's obviously been having to come really deep to get the ball because there's been two banks of four in front of him and he, he's not really finding that space. He will probably get a bit more space to do his work on Tuesday night because they're not going to be as solely focused on getting men behind the ball and just blocking us off at the first ball. Like he should be having a little bit more, maybe even with a back three, he, he can work the channels in between the yeah. each sided centre half and the wing backs. Like there should be a little bit more space for him to work in. He's got a decent record against Chelsea over the last few years, which means he should have a good record against Rudiger. Obviously, he's played against him probably quite a bit. Hummel shouldn't worry him much anymore. I mean, he's a good defender still, yeah, but he's he's got the beating, but definitely got the beating of Hummels. And I'm going to be sound a bit like James here. I don't know a lot about Ginter. Like I don't know much about him, so I can't I can't comment on that. Yeah, he plays for Mush and Gladback now. Yeah, he's, I don't know a lot about him. Yeah. He's he's solid. Like he's not he may I don't think he'd get in our team. I'd rather have John Stones or Harry Maguire. <laughs> Definitely. Just, just looking at Kane's it. record, he, he did. Kane did score um, our first goal in that three-two win uh, in Germany back in 2016, and that was his ninth cap and his fourth goal for England. Nice. We mm. we give Stones and Maguire a lot of jit at other times, but they're the most solid two centre-halves we can ask for right now. And Getting Maguire back is huge. Yeah. It's massive. I, if we didn't have Harry Maguire, I don't think we win this. With Harry Maguire, I think we have a real shot. Uh, a real, real shot. I don't know, Jay, right? Because 
you're, you're putting it all on one person. And as you said, Ming's just not had a bad tournament here. Yeah, but this is a level up, Dow. Like, is, is... But then probably, because especially when they played Nabry, he's a lot quicker. Ming's is fucking rapid as well. Like, probably the, the, the matchup for Ming's wouldn't be terrible against Nabry. I, I'm, yeah, I'm I... not too worried. I, I, if, if Ming's has to start and Maguire's not fit, I'm not overly worried. I, I, I don't, I don't, I think we've got a real uphill battle if Ming starts with Maguire. I make us just favourites. Just favourites. Either way, whoever plays, we're going to have to have quite a deep defensive line purely because mm. of the pace that they, they're not a big, like, from for mm. their front players, they're not a big physical side. Mm. Your front three is going to be Nabry, Habits, and Sane, which yeah. is just, they're going to be wanting to get the ball in behind you, which I think is why I think it's vital that Kyle Walker plays because I think his pace is going to be key. Yeah. Um, and he, he could also play a big role going forward. Slow. No, he's not. But yeah. I just think Walker is... I think they said on commentary the other night, actually, that he, he might be the oldest man in this squad, but he's still the fastest. He's the, yeah. probably the better defender out of the two right now as well. Yeah, I think so. And you, you see, like, he's he's done that job before where if one of the centre-halves does make a mistake, he is so quick to get back in cover. Um, he sort of senses that danger and so really it, sniffs it out. Because it is going to be, obviously, they've got some a good few players. Do you think he might go Trippier? No. I oh, don't think so. Yeah, well, he started with Trippier against Croatia, didn't he? he I would say, do... I'd go Shaw. I'd, go, I'd play Shaw. Yeah, I'd go Shaw, personally. The only reason I'd be tempted with Trippier is set pieces, because our set pieces the other night were poor. Mm. Yeah. Um, and dependent on who's playing elsewhere on the pitch, he... He's probably our strongest set piece taker, um, and and we're not going to put Harry Kane back on corners, are we? Let's go. Let's let's put it that way. So he he's probably that's the only reason you might favour him. I'd probably still go to Shaw because I think you can have so, you, you, odds are we're going to have someone else somewhere on the pitch that can whip in a decent ball. Mm. Fair enough. Right. Should we do again? We've also we don't know what team we're going to go with. We're going to find a lot more out over the coming days. Give me a prediction. This is so hard. It is really horrible. One-one, and I'm going to say us, but I'm saying that more with hope than any sort of judgment. I think we win in extra time, so two-one after extra time. I was going to go two-one extra time. I need, I need, I need your ninety-minute scores. That's all that matters. One-one, ninety minutes. Oh yeah, and, and who's your first goal scorers? Kane. I'm with Daryl. He's due. 1-1, Nabry. Oh, Daryl's back this to come from behind. Kane, Kane gets us back into it. Actually, Jamie, I, I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my mind. I think we win 1-0, Harry Kane. Ooh. Oh, he's giving shit. Oh, wait, we're rubbish. We're I'm, not rubbish. Now, I'm not confident. I really <laughs> aren't. I really am not confident in saying this. I'm just... Get it's more passion. This is t- it's too far away, honestly. Yeah. Get me at five o'clock Tuesday. I'm looking What's forward cricket going to be like the week after? Oh, like oh, if we yeah. get through. Oh, Saturday I'm, night. I'm playing in Woodford Green that Saturday. I am not hanging about. Put it that way. Right. Win the toss, bat first, get out, go on. Um, yeah, I might actually bowl first, bat myself top the order and say, see you a lot later. <laughs> <laughs> if I would you bat first? Huh? Why would you I bat, bat first? first and then bowl them out. 
To be fair, though, no game's finished later than seven at the moment. It's only about... Well, <laughs> you one, watch one, it one. pissed down with rain and Nuts is like, no, Nuts, no, no. Nuts might be there. Oh, no, oh, but even no, so, they'll be like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. we want the game on. Yeah, so um, I, I'll make sure I'm back. I'm not having that again like that like that last tournament. Can't do it to myself. Oh, I'm trying to, trying to think what my prediction is going to be. Obviously, we'll, we'll have to have a word with James, who, again, is not with us this week because we're recording it on a Friday lunchtime because we couldn't find anywhere that could make it. We could all make it work because we're all too busy and important. Um, but yeah, we'll get James's prediction. Um, but I am going to go with, oh, what am I going to go with? This is so hard. Um, so you're hard. Thinking, Mick, while you're thinking, have you two seen the video of uh, Saka playing golf? Yes, it is no. so no, bad. No, where <laughs> is it? It's like when you take, it's like when you where take, can I see it? where can I see this? It's on Harry Maguire's Instagram, but it's also now a match of the day's Facebook. It's so bad. It's like when you take you take your missus that's never held a golf club before. You take her to like Top Golf or something. Oh <laughs> my so goodness! So when he finally hits it, though, yeah. I love it. Brilliant. Uh, I'm, oh, going one all, I'm going one all Sterling. One all Sterling. Oh, I, 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 should I? Have, I've, <laughs> I've, got, I've got two winners with Sterling so far. I'm, uh, I'll go with Sterling. Sterling in the other prediction, I think. But fair enough. But this is it's such a. Germans in any major, at any time the German game's a big game and I can't wait for Tuesday. Um, and the good thing is we've got a lot of good football to look up to, like look, look to watch look, leading up to the game as well. But so that five o'clock work on Tuesday is going to be the worst thing I've probably ever done at work. I'm going to be, I'm so busy with work too. Like I'm, my colleague leaves today. So I'm slammed on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I've like begged my manager to be like, please let me finish early. Yeah. A lot of the people in my work are not really football fans either. Like they will probably, they'll probably watch this, but I won't worry too much. So for me, I, I've not been in all week either. I can't, I couldn't, can't have got in anyone's ear. So Monday when I go in, I'm like, we're shutting up for you. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't be there after four o'clock even if i have to work for my lunch break i will not be just, there after just looking o'clock. at my calendar now i've got no meetings after 12 30 on tuesday i will be blocking out my calendar and i'll be having a couple of nerve settlers in the afternoon i'm gonna have to check my diary actually have i, I got have any to, i might have to put the day off i've only got four days left might just book it off <laughs> oh, I've, got a, I've got a meeting till half two. I, I read it and I was like, please don't be at like three. Block out, block out your calendar after that, mate. Just block it out. Don't let I anyone know. It's so bait. It's so I, bait. I should have gone into work today. Private um, appointment. Who's the off? Yeah, you should have done. Go in now. You've got, still got a bit of time. Nah. <laughs> he was well tempted there, though, weren't you? <laughs> but how, how many hours can I get back out of this? Nah. Nah, we'll be all right. Right. I think that's us. I've had a really good chat with you boys today. Hopefully, the next time we talk, we'll be Euro quarterfinalists. And um, I won't be hating Germany even more than I already do. So, right. I think that's all of it. All we've got to say, apart from, come on, you Lions. Come on, you Lions. Lions.